Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611. Last Saturday against Virginia Tech, senior kicker Justin Yoon became Notre Dame's all-time leading scorer as he surpassed Alan Pinkett on the all-time list. Yoon now with 322 points in four years as the Notre Dame starter. And Kevin, uh, a reliable four-year starting kicker who has pretty much done it all. Uh, That's a huge and has done it from day one, that's a huge benefit for for Notre Dame coach Brian Kelly, isn't it? Definitely. The specialists play a huge role in the game, especially, you know, a kicker. You're going to get the benefit of it affecting your decision. Should we go for it on fourth down? Should we just get the three points for the field goal? Like, he's he's, uh, really consistent, and that really does help their whole team. And tell you what, Yoon's path to this point is pretty crazy. Didn't even know what football was until middle school. He was born in the U.S., but grew up in South Korea. His parents have done everything to allow him to have a great education, and he says his Catholic faith has guided him the whole way. Here's my conversation with Justin Yoon in this week's Focus on Faith. Well, what does that mean to you to to be in the record books at number one? No, this is it's a great honor. You're you're in you're in history of of a traditional you know university. So I I mean I think there's there's nothing that can really you know you can't really say anything else but say it's 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 impressive. It's a blessing. I mean it's amazing. You know, there's so many things you could say other than you know that that fact. So I think you know in my mind I didn't believe it still, and I still don't believe it. Like I said, I, I mean, but I think. Like the fact that I was given this opportunity, I'm truly grateful for. You, you have a, a interesting background. Your parents both are Korean immigrants, and they have interesting backgrounds themselves. Tell us a little bit about about your mom and dad, and and kind of a little bit about their history. Okay, so uh, to my knowledge, um, I know my father when he grew up, he lived in Korea, and he moved to the U.S. when he was 13. And he grew up in another family, actually. So he lived with another family as like a guest, an exchange student type of deal. Um, so he did. He went to middle school, high school, and uh, college all in U.S. Um, by himself. So it's pretty amazing feat while doing figure skating and all that. He was pursuing it, and then initially, I think he decided to stop because uh, he didn't want to go on the Olympic track route. But I mean, he had a, he had the chance to, but. He thought academics was more important, <laughs> so you know. He, I, I guess that's what he decided to do, and he's come a long way. I mean, he's, he's got me to where I am, and, and uh, it's it's amazing what he's done. Um, my mother, she's been in Korea for a lot of her life. I think when she went with my father, uh, that was the first time she went to the U.S. I think, from what I know, um, she was a pharmacist and has always studied pharmacy. Uh, I know there's a whole rumor going on saying like how she was a silent film actress, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> I did see that on Wikipedia. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's not true because uh, from what from my knowledge, she's been a pharmacist for all her life. So and she's right now she's right now the head pharmacist at um, our family business. Great, so. that's awesome. Uh, you were born in Cincinnati, but pretty quickly moved to to South Korea. Just kind of what brought that about? As soon as I was born, I think my father and mother 
well, had to go back to Korea because of the family business. Um, my grandfather's uh, business, um, they had to go back and take care of that. And so <clears throat> that was part of the deal. Uh, my mom was a pharmacist there and she had to work there. Um, and then the other part was I, while I was living in Korea, they just had me uh, go to an international school. So I'd still be you know, assimilated with the, the American culture um, in school aspects. And then what eventually brought you back to America? I think my father decided that it was time for me and my brother um, to really go to the U.S. and see why, what the differences are. Um, so for my life, throughout my life, a lot of things have been adapting, moving, and you know, the, looking at the cultural differences. Uh, so when I was eight, at like around nine or ten, that's when I moved uh, to Tennessee, and that's where my mom's work was as well as a pharmacist at Kroger. Um, so you know that that all happened and worked out really fine, and I went to school in the U.S. Um, and learned that learned what a difference it was. So, so you had schooling in in Korea in English and everything, learned the American way, but you grew up in Korea. So when you came back, was it a culture shock, or did you feel uh, were you able to assimilate pretty quickly? Um, I think it was both. Um, I was definitely shocked in the sense of like, well, it's. It's, you know, I'm not with Koreans anymore. I'm with a lot of uh, other Americans. And so, you know, it was, it was a different culture shock. And the way they did, you know, everyone did things was different at first. But eventually I came to understand that, you know, hey, you know, I, I need to adapt to this and understand what I'm, what I'm getting into. So I started assimilating and I got pretty, pretty quickly involved with everything, with friends and whatnot. I mean, I was able to adapt really fast. I think that's part of what I do every day is I'm really easygoing, so I get to adapt really fast to things. We're talking with Notre Dame kicker Justin Yoon on Notre Dame FCU's Irish Sports Saturdays. You mentioned earlier your dad being a figure skater. Um, did he pass that gene on to you pretty quickly? I know you played hockey as a kid, so um, are you an accomplished uh, skater yourself? I mean, I would say so. Uh, I've skated all my life. I mean, I started when I was six. Um, so, I mean, I think it might have run in the blood. Uh, my grandfather played hockey, and my father played, uh, and he, he, he uh, figure skated. And then now I played hockey, and I grew up with his figure skating knowledge as well. I mean, he taught, taught me a couple of things, you know, to get better at skating. So I would say I'm pretty accomplished at skating. I mean, it's, it's, it's like second nature to me. If I were to go on the ice right now, I'd skate just as good as anyone else. So, When did football finally become in the picture? Uh, I came around in eighth grade, and I was—I didn't even know what football was. I just, you know, played soccer, played hockey, played lacrosse, and I was just having fun, you know, doing my playing these sports and enjoying my time. And um, I was just kicking one day at, a, at my soccer field, you know, doing doing like goal kicks, corner kicks, free kicks, you know, making sure I hit the right spots and everything. And I think my football coach came by and asked me, and he was just like, "Hey." Do you wanna do you wanna try uh, kicking like kicking field goals? And I I didn't know what football was. I didn't know what field goals were. I was just like uh, sure. Let me ask my dad first because I was playing three sports at the time and um, I had an assumption football would be pretty dangerous. You know, just just looking at you know, looking at it after at that night. You know, and so my dad was like, as long as you play as a kicker, you're fine. So that's how it all started and even then like I just played it for fun I didn't really think about it you know a lot of people told me hey you know you could do this as a career and I mean, what, what, does that, what does that even mean <laughs> you know um, they were telling me that when I was in middle school I mean this is this is talking like middle school this is like way back and so I was just like you know not taking it serious and just having fun with it and once I got to high school I actually quit for for a bit because they could didn't let me play um, 
both two sports at the same time. So my love and passion wasn't hockey. I mean, I was going to stick with it. So I played hockey throughout that time. I didn't play football at all. I just maybe kicked on the side a little bit, but I not, most likely was playing hockey at the time. And later did I figure out that because I repeated a year, my ninth grade, um, when I went to uh, Milton Academy, I, you know, I was like, you know, why not try um, sending them a film for kicking? I mean, because I was still practicing it. So I played hockey. I sent them a film for hockey and, you know, they're excited. Um, and then I sent them a film for football just in case, you know, whatever, just do it. And I guess the coach really liked me. So he decided to bring me in. I mean, like I said, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't. I never really got that many snaps and holds and kick. I, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> so. so you're playing football for a year or two, and then all of a sudden a, a prestigious prep school says, hey, come on board, <laughs> yes. and, and you and you guys decide, all right, I'm going to go. What, what made you your and your family say, yeah, I'm going to go to Massachusetts and go to high school there? <laughs> so a lot of things. First, my father actually went to a boarding school up in Massachusetts, uh, Governor's. That's what it's called, Governor's School. Um, and then my brother went, and a lot of the things that I did kind of followed my brother's footsteps. You know how a lot of do, a lot of little brothers end up doing that. Where's he the all-time leading scorer at? That's uh, a lot. He's well, I guess you could say he's the all-time leading scorer in uh, his medical school. You know, so, well, that, that's important too. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, but um, no, I mean a lot of things that he's done is is impressive. And I, for me, he went to boarding school up in Massachusetts, well as well Phillips Academy Andover. I mean, one of the most prestigious. So uh, he went there, you know, went to Bowdoin College up in Maine, you know, graduated with 3.9 uh, de degree in biochemical engine, um, bio pre-med major, Clan classics. I mean, something crazy out, out of there. And now he's at med school in Emory. So, I mean, he's doing fine himself, himself I think. And so I just follow a lot of his footsteps and tried, I wanted to go to boarding school as well. I was like, hey, they went, why can't I go? <laughs> and third, I, when I went there, um, I, really fell in love with the school i mean i was like wow this is this place is special it's amazing um just like how i came here and i was like wow this place is special and it's amazing <laughs> so it's when we're talking with justin yoon notre dame kicker the all-time leading scorer in university history here on notre dame fcu's irish sports saturdays you're catholic and you're at a catholic university how much does that go hand in hand for you and how much does that uh help you grow as maybe a person um uh, spiritually be, be beyond just football Sometimes there there are times where I've I'm just so focused at the matter of hand I don't think about that, but I do believe a lot of the fact of me being Catholic has impacted my life just because of the ways I look at myself. You know, I grew up this certain way because of my Catholic faith. I would say, um, you know, just be who you are. Don't don't steal. Don't cheat. I mean, the the basic commandments. I mean, you you know those and you look back at it and it's it's simple yet it's it's tough to tough to do sometimes and i think those have kept me you know kept me in line and helped me do what i need to do throughout my life i mean to be honest as as a kid i probably wasn't a good kid <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm pretty sure i caused my parents a lot of trouble I'm pretty sure i've you know i've lied before to them but i think as i grew up i started to understand my my faith was important and i think that that has played a really important role in everything that i did you know Taught me it helped me to keep myself in line you know I don't lie to my I don't lie to coaches here I don't I don't do any of that stuff you know because my faith has kept me to do that how, how many people were in the stands for your high school games 
I mean, I can barely even recall. Maybe maybe 100 to 200. I mean, it wasn't that many. I mean, yeah. friend, my friends didn't even come sometimes. So, I mean, because it was it's not a football-dominating right. school. It was more of a basketball, hockey, you know, type of school. So, so you go from that to 80,000, and you're starting as a freshman. Were there nerves that first game when you were out there? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, you know, I would have probably said at the time I wasn't nervous just so that I can, you know, help everyone else feel like I'm not nervous. But I was definitely nervous. I mean, you go from 100 where you can you can actually hear people saying something to 80,000 where it's like it's roaring and you're like, oh, my God. And the very first kick that I kick, they're already chanting my name. It's it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I think that was the most memorable part of my moment here is the fact that I was kicking in front of everyone and in front of every you know, 80,000 that was there and they were chanting my name. And I remember stepping back and over and I didn't even realize I was stepping back and over. I was in my process. I didn't even realize it. My body was doing it on itself. And when I kicked the ball, I had to look up because I didn't know where it went. That's that's how crazy that game was. I looked up and I was like, oh, thank God I made it. Like So, I mean, I was very nervous, but I had to show that, wasn't it? So how different are you now versus then? Oh, I'm definitely a lot more calm. I'm, I can tell where the ball is definitely, and I know my process and make sure it's always correct. I mean, I'm always focused on what I need to do, so it's a big difference. Um, I know where I'm at. I'm not, you know like still looking at fans and be like oh my gosh like what is this you know so i've definitely assimilated and gotten used to it do you know and you feel like you know what football is now <laughs> uh i would say i know it to a certain degree um <laughs> i still need to learn my rules um learn the rules i mean granted people say hey kickers don't have to know rules but i think it's important just just because you know you might want to know what the game's like so overall can you put in perspective how crazy it is to go from where you were at maybe 12 years old to to now where you where you stand now as Notre Dame's all-time leading scorer? Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, it's been a crazy ride. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't even just express how insane this ride has been. Just looking back and being like, wow, would I, if, I, if I was that kid, would I have ever thought this was possible? And no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, my father didn't think so. No one in my family thought so. No one in the world probably thought so. I mean, just, it just happened to happen. And Fate, fate was very, uh, you know, very good to me, and I'm very, very grateful for everything. That is Justin Yoon on Focus on Faith, and and Kevin, uh, <laughs> pretty incredible story, isn't it? Yeah, what a neat, neat young man. His Catholic faith had to take him and be something he leaned on to go from not knowing what football is to the Notre Dame's leading store, from kicking in front of uh, 100 people to 80,000. And then I think it was neat, too, that he focused on the mental part of the game because for the specialists, that's a huge part, that process and that kicking routine. Yeah, he doesn't get phased out there. Brian Kelly uh, in the preseason tried to phase him, yelling at him, and he completely tuned him out. Probably the only time you're allowed to tune out the head coach is when you're attempting field goals. So that, that probably worked out pretty well for him.